Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. I'm just sitting down with some interesting humans trying to gain some perspective, and uh, I'm glad you guys are all here along for the ride. This episode is a huge mile marker in the history of the show. We've been doing this for a little over a year now, about a year and a half, and whenever I set out on this journey to, you know, have these conversations with, you know, all these different people from all walks of life and different backgrounds, my guest today was the number one guest I wanted to sit down with. And I didn't want to do it right off the bat because I wanted to actually get good at this thing and I'm still not where I want to be, but shit, I'm a whole lot better than I was. Uh, I sit down with Andy Frisella, and before I get too far into who he is, I'm sure a lot of you guys already know, I'm sure I have a ton of new listeners today tuning in, just because we are sitting down with Andy, so welcome, thank you guys for joining us, you guys are the shit, as always, all all of my uh, repeat listeners, all of you guys who have been listening for quite some time. I absolutely love you guys. You know what the deal is. But whenever I started out on this journey, I developed or I put together uh, a vision board. And right there at the top of that vision board was Andy Frisella. Right underneath that was Ben Newman, who I've actually had on the podcast uh, on an earlier episode. So go back and check out that conversation. That was another amazing experience. Uh, Ben's a hell of a human, and we actually talk about him a little bit on the show. But Andy, man, I've known Andy for quite some time. Uh, it's it's amazing to see where he's gone in life, because whenever I met Andy, it was in 2009, and he interviewed me for a job at one of his retail stores at Supplement Superstores. And uh, this was right at, and we talk about this on the show some, but this is right at that turning point where he was an entrepreneur, not making a whole lot of money, and then shit started happening, and they're blowing the fuck up, and fast forward to today, he is one of the uh, top-ranked podcast hosts in the country, in the world, really. He's a mentor. He is a world-renowned speaker, highly, highly successful entrepreneur. He runs eight companies. Just just a badass dude who is setting goals and knocking them the fuck down. And it's cool because for me, I come from very like a very similar background, and that's that's extremely motivating for me. I didn't have a lot of entrepreneurs to look up to growing up. So now in my life, I'm still fairly young in my entrepreneurial career in the sense that we've only been doing this podcast for a little over a year and, and we're, we're fucking rocking and rolling with it. But there's a lot of learning lessons along the way. And to have come from, you know, back dirt road, Missouri, which is where I come from. I spent a lot of time on my grandmother's farm swimming in horse troughs and fucking I can remember a time where my mother and I actually you know we we slept in our car for a little bit so like I literally come from like the bottom of the barrel and I know for a fact that we're headed to some really high places in life with the show so I'm super excited where things are headed and to sit down and connect with Andy you know it's it's fucking it's it's extremely motivating but it it also brings it home to a very real world place in that Andy's a human being just like you just like me the only difference is he had goals that he was not willing to waver from and he put in the work and he sacrificed and you know he ate a lot of shit for a really long time learning those hard lessons so to connect with him and to to feel you know his energy sitting in the same room with him for me it was like this this affirmation of yeah man like i'm on the fucking right path i am a human just like you you're a human just like me and 
he said something very powerful on on the show. You know, somebody has to be successful. We need successful people, so why not you? And, like, when he said that to me, like, I'm just like, fuck, yeah, why not me, right? Like, why not you? Who's listening now? It can be any of us. So, man, I don't know, all that rambling, just to say that this was an amazing conversation. I had such a good time sitting down with Andy. I can't wait to do it again. We will for sure be sitting down again at some point. I promise you guys that. Uh, But, uh, hey, I don't want to keep on rambling. I know you guys are here to listen to the conversation that he and I had. So, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to the show Andy Frisella. Let's gain some perspective. Perfect. Yeah. So I keep this very conversational. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. All right. So I haven't now. I haven't watched any of it, so I don't. I don't know if there's like segments or anything. I'll just go with whatever. I'm, yeah. No segments. Yeah. We're just talking. Okay. Feel free to say what's on your mind, however yeah. you want to say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all good. Uh, so we're we're rolling right now, brother. All right. Cool. Um, so you know what I wanted to start off with? It's it's so weird the way the universe works because. Your your story that you posted today was extremely relevant. I, I just left the gym, and uh, I was talking to somebody at the gym. They're like, hey, man, you know what you should do for your podcast? Like, they're telling me, like, who I should talk to. Yeah. And, uh, and they told me I need to get more diversity. And I'm just like, uh, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, man. Yeah. And there's always somebody who wants to tell you how to do your thing better than you. Yeah. I You know, um, that's – that story segment you're talking about is the one I talked about um, when you first step out into leadership role or you step out to do your thing or yeah. you're stepping out in the pursuit of success or something that's abnormal from what's considered normal, right? Right. Um, and I was really, to be honest, man, that message was really for like the younger people yeah. uh, in that journey. And so when I say younger, I mean, I don't necessarily mean age young. I mean like... They're young in the journey. Yeah, like experience right. yeah. Because, you know, you could be 40, you could be 50, you could be 60 years old and say, hey, man, I'm I'm tired of what I'm doing. Yeah. And the minute you step out to do anything, everybody else who's known you through this other context right. is going to be like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Have you lost yeah. your mind? Yeah, yeah. Is that something – so I've, I've noticed that there are a lot of people like that in the world. I'm, mm-hmm. I've noticed that I've had more conversations like that here in like the midwest Mm -hmm. than if i'm in an area like maybe like like on the west coast Mm -hmm. or something like Mm -hmm. in la or something i know you're kind of like back and forth quite a bit Mm -hmm. is that something that you've noticed that there's more maybe um like a a growth mindset in certain areas and then some other areas that very scarcity mindset or man you know i think there is a little bit of truth to that but i think it's more so uh well yes i do think there's some relevance to that concept I think that when you there's there's two it's like two different worlds, right? Yeah. Like here in and where we're from in St. Louis and Missouri, you have a very blue collar, hardworking, gritty work ethic, but you have um, maybe less of an ability to see the big picture. Yeah. For example. Right. Uh, they don't dream as big. Where if you go to L.A., everybody's got these huge dreams, yeah. but nobody's got that work ethic. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's interesting because you need both. Right. Yeah, you definitely have to put it both together. And I don't know if this is because, like, you know, coming from here, it's always told you're supposed to go to school and you're supposed to get your degree mm-hmm. and then you got to have that family. And it's presented as, like, this is the way to do it. But yeah. it's only, like, it's a way. It's not the only way, That's but right. it's certainly a way to do it. And I know a lot of people, like, they'll, they'll say those things to you maybe out of love or caring or just their own fear. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. But it's, it's, it's one of those things that, like, you can't listen to that shit. No, and what I think the biggest realization that you you have to have, and uh, you can't expect people to understand this, but society's construct as a whole is not made for people like you. It's not made for people like me. It's not made, we're, we're, we're working to be the anomaly right. to that model. Yeah. And so you, when you think about it that way, you really can't blame your parents or your uncle or your teacher or all these other people who have bought in to this construct 
as where they want to be yeah. for wanting you to be there too because they're happy and that's that's what they did and that's right. what they found. And so they do it out of love, but it comes across from us as yeah. like hate, right? Right. And um, it took me a long time to realize that, to be honest. Like I was real bitter towards pretty much everybody yeah. for a long time. But I needed to be to have the energy to go through the shit that I've had to go through in building companies because for me, that is energy. Yeah. Like I could take people's non-belief and I run off of that. And, yeah. and a lot of people will say, oh, dude, that's not why you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to do it for the people that support. Well, motherfucker, I can't tell you any different. This is how I did it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I took every person who said any shit to me that was negative, um, even if it was out of love. And I stored that shit inside. And every yeah. time I want to quit, that's what I think about. Yeah. And, you know, people are like, well, that's self-destructive. And it probably is. <laughs> but I'm just telling you how I think. I mean, that's just how you operate. That's right. Yeah. And, and so my my little voice that I use to try to help people is to understand how to use that energy as opposed to letting it uh, fold you up. Yeah, like it totally consume you. Correct. Yeah. And so, you know, I think as I've gotten older, I've realized what you just said a little bit more. Like you said, it comes from a place of, of caring. And so I've gotten a little bit more tolerant of, of those things. Now I don't let it like, cause like, dude, my, my, my real world, you know, I like to say, let the bell toll, you know, like, that mean like, like, dude, your body of work speaks for yourself. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, I can't at this point in my career right now. I, I, it's hard for me to take that shit serious. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. In the beginning, when you're not doing anything, and you're struggling, and you're fearful, and you're, dude, like when you, when you and I first met in life. Yeah. Like, man. dude, I was fucking terrified. Dude. Every day because I'm like, fuck, dude, I don't know if we're gonna make it. I don't know if we're gonna make it. I don't know. Like, dude, we might go out of business today. Yeah. Like, today might be the fucking day. Yeah. You know? And uh, I still feel that way. I still think that way. But, I mean, then I step out of that, like, mentality, and I kind of look around, and I'm like, yeah, all right, well, it ain't going to happen today. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, that's the mentality that yeah. got you there, right? That's right. And, dude, it's so weird because I, um, I think back on that time, I feel extremely fortunate having like I tell people I'm like yeah dude like Andy like interviewed me like this is back in 2009-2010 yeah you're still performing all of like the store meetings on Sundays you're doing all the interviewing like you're still very like hands-on yeah. in the business yep. and um, I can remember whenever I, I left in 2010 to move to Texas mm -hmm. and uh, I can just remember thinking to myself like that company is going to be gigantic one day and uh, I just feel real fortunate to like be there yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. how many people get to witness that yeah that yeah kind of thing yeah there was a, no, a lot of people think it's bullshit they they're, do they're man. like bro he's just making that shit up for the instagram dude it was you and jason in that I back know. manchester store i remember on a sunday uh you told the story of the the japanese bamboo yeah man like do you remember that yeah i still tell the story will you tell it please because yeah, yeah. i think it's such a powerful story yeah. so it's the chinese bamboo oh chinese so, bamboo. so uh but what it is is basically i used the the story of of uh, bamboo as a metaphor for how success works. Yeah. Okay. And so I just told it at Arte Live. I told the story. I think I told it on stage. Um, <clears throat> you know, the way it works is this. You have a Chinese bamboo tree, okay, and you put the seed in the ground. And for five years, you have – this is the short version. Yeah. Like if I'm trying to get everybody <laughs> riled up, I would yeah, tell them the – Yeah, a little bit more. Know, right. Yeah. Um, but you put the put the seed in the ground, and for five years, you have to have water, you have to cultivate, you have to take care of the soil, and you yeah. have to make sure it has all the vitamins and nutrients it needs for five years before you ever see it ever sprout above the surface. Right. So there's no evidence that what you're doing is going to work, Yeah. right? But at five years, something magical happens. You get the first sprout, and in eight weeks, the tree grows to 80 feet tall. Yeah. So... That's how success works, but people don't realize it. And, and dude, if that farmer, if the guy who's growing the bamboo comes out and digs up the dirt every three months because it's not doing anything, guess what? It's never going to happen. Yeah, you just fucked it up. Yeah, right. Yeah, man, that, that story, that lesson has stuck with me through my whole, like, since yeah. then, it's always with me. Like, whether yeah. it was, like, pursuing fighting or, like, now at the podcast, yeah. it's just like, man, like, you just put in the work. It may not seem like you're, you're, you're yielding results right at, at the, the front of the process, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I just, I keep telling myself, like, that's just, like, the law of nature is yep. going, going to happen. It, it really is the law of nature because the more and more I dice, because, dude, you know me, dude, I'm a student of this shit. Like, I like, 
as much as I like to talk about it, I like to consume it too. Because yeah. I like to think about it. And I like to say, okay, that's an interesting point of view. Does that fit my experience or doesn't it? You know? Yeah. And, and in my experience, bro, like I have never, ever seen anything great come without a long period of time of, of just gritty work. Yeah. It's just never happened. Yeah. Like you, you look at someone who's changed their physique or they become a successful entrepreneur yeah. or they've, um, you know, become a successful uh, jujitsu. Yeah. Like this is a lifetime commitment, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like that's what people, people fall in love with the glory story, right? Like, yeah. Because that's what we're told. We're told all this shit all over the media all the time, man. You know, we, we get the stories fed to us of overnight success or lottery winners or people who came up with an invention and they you know it went crazy it yeah. went viral or the or with social media now it's like everybody's trying to do the viral video nobody's trying to do the bunts and the singles right that really help Small people ball. right exactly so you know we live in this society now where everything is just instant gratification and so everybody like it's not a sexy story to sell right like right. hey dude guess what it's gonna suck for five fucking years <laughs> before you get any breaks where do i sign up yeah right no one's signing up for that shit you right know? um but if you think about it, five years isn't that long. No, not at all. It goes by quick, but it takes, a, again, it takes us being a certain age to realize how quick, like when you're 20 years old, five years is an eternity. Right. When you're 30 years old, you're like, fuck, dude, I was 25 yesterday. Right. When you're 40, you're like, fuck, I was 20 yesterday. It's just like, where'd the time go? Yeah, bro. Yeah. I think there's like an explanation for that, right? Because you, you're, you're basing that off of like your, your total life lived, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're younger, a, a month is a higher percentage mm -hmm. of your life than when you're like 40 or 50. It's all relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's relevant. Right, right. Um, now, you mentioned something, uh, you know, recently you just had the Arte Live mm -hmm. uh, event. Like, how was that? Like, It was cool. Yeah, yeah. man. You had a whole bunch of people coming yeah. from out of town. Yep. Um, what made you want to transition into really doing more mentorship and, and the like, personal development yeah. yeah dude you know what man um <clears throat> it kind of found me i didn't really ever aspire to like be that if yeah. you remember back um i used to run the supplement superstores facebook page yeah okay personally and i would type out these little motivational statuses and people would get i'd get like 20 likes on it you know and that'd be a good one and yeah. i'd get like five comments and I, I did that for years and years and years, and, and then I started realizing that some of the shit that I was saying wasn't necessarily in line with what was good for a company because I was getting more into, like, my personal beliefs. Okay. And um, so I transitioned that from doing that day-to-day -to, -day to doing it onto my own page. Because, yeah. Because some of the stuff I say is polarizing, right? Like, right. And people, you know – they they wouldn't shop with us because like <laughs> the shit I was writing on the page, so I stopped. Yeah. So um, so I started doing it and uh, and I was just writing and writing and writing these little statuses and I got interviewed for uh, an article for a local magazine here called the Nines. Okay. And um, they did a profile on me and I met Vaughn. Oh, you met Vaughn. Yeah. Okay. And then Vaughn and I, so Vaughn pitched me to write some books and which I still haven't put out any adult books because right. of what I'm about to tell you. But uh, we started recording um, interviews for the books. So he would interview me on the subject, and then his job was to go write the shit and then give it back to me and edit it. Right. He's a ghostwriter. That's okay. what they do. Yeah. So we would did it, we did it all through all audio. So just like we're doing now, he would sit there, and he would ask me questions, and I would answer them, and Tyler would be filming them on the camera. Okay. And I took the clips, like I got some cool clips, and I took them and I posted them on on uh, Instagram. This is like 2013. Yeah. And um, dude, they did the best. They did the best of any of the posts that I did. And dude, <laughs> when I say the best, I mean like, dude, it would get like 300 fucking likes, and I'd be like, fuck yeah, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> and I'm, dude, to me, that was a huge win, dude. I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm connecting with motherfuckers now. Right. You know, I had no idea what the fuck it was about that to happen. That happens in like 30 seconds. Yeah, now. bro. I, I had no idea what was about to happen. Yeah. So um, I kept posting these videos up, and this was back when Instagram had 15-second clips. Okay. And I'd post up the Instagram clip, and ev literally every other comment would be like, dude, where can I witness this, or where can I listen to this podcast? Where can I download this podcast? And I'd argue with motherfuckers. I'd be like, it's not a fucking podcast, man. I'm writing a book. Like, <laughs> give me the respect. Yeah, dude. Like, like podcast, podcast, what's that shit? Yeah, what's that? Yeah. And that's literally, and I didn't, like, I never thought, like, 
oh, I'm going to start a podcast. Well, eventually, after like a year of this shit and people asking me, <laughs> I come in and I'm like, hey, Vaughn, um, maybe we should just do a podcast, bro. Yeah. And and so we fucking started the MSCO project. And, and it, like literally from the first or second episode, because we had the customer base built in from first form. Right. It got massive support. Right. All right. And so first form uh, business pushed it to the top of iTunes. Yeah. And it caught fire. And dude, the rest is history. Yeah, dude. I you mean, know? you've been killed three plus years. Yes. Yeah, uh, this would be, well, we, I just, four. I just stopped it. It was, we did it for four and a half years. Four and a half years. Yeah. yeah I remember at my time, like the, the point where I was in my life, I was like working a corporate nine to five. Yeah, yeah. And I remember that came out. So like it's like it, it's like ingrained in my mind, yeah. like where I was when that came out. And yeah, dude, like you fucking you like came on the scene and just became yeah. like the king of the business podcast. Yeah, they put us. I mean, dude, we we uh, we I don't use the word luck, but it was just because it wasn't luck because I spent a long time grinding out to learn a lot of that information. You yeah, know? but um. You're fortunate. Yeah, dude. For, very fortunate. It yeah. caught. It caught. It has. We have great customers that support us and, and yeah. whatever we do, and uh, they pushed me to the top, and and it, and it caught, and um, we we spent. I mean, in and out of the number one ranking from literally the first month we were on iTunes. Yeah. And and uh, our best stint was we were number one podcast in the world for 14 months straight. Yeah. In the business category. Okay. So. Um, I mean that's huge. Yeah. That's huge, it, it, dude. It was number one. Until I quit. Yeah. Like, I just stopped. Right. That's... Pretty abruptly. Yeah, I did. You're just like, I'm done. Yeah. How come? Um, you know, I felt that the body of work... So, the, the name of the podcast was the, the Motherfucking CEO Podcast, or Project. Right. All right? And the reason it was called a project was because um, I felt like a lot of the people out there... We're not getting the proper information from other entrepreneurs. Yeah. I felt like the most of the entrepreneur guys out there were just trying to make money off people that didn't know any better. Right. And I didn't feel right about that. Um, it's why I've never sold courses. It's why I've never done any of that shit. Yeah. Um, because I was fortunate enough to grow up in an entrepreneurship household. So I grew up around a dad who was also an entrepreneur. I grew up around a mom and a stepdad who were also entrepreneurs. Oh, nice. So, like, I was surrounded by this shit my whole life. Yeah. It, and um, I, it took me until I started actually, like, talking to Vaughn through those interviews and, and realizing that not everybody had that advantage. Right. Like, not every, like, I never got money. Like, they never invested in me or did this or that. Right. But um, – Fuck, man, I learned a lot. Yeah, dude, I mean, that... Yeah, just growing up like that. That's, like, invaluable. Yeah, totally, dude. And yeah. so, like, the, the project was... Um, the reason it was called a project was we wanted to compile a complete biography or collection or library or whatever, whatever you want to call. Yeah, a of, catalog or Yeah, whatever. a catalog of, of what it would take to be successful if you're 19, 17 years old. Yeah. What do you need to know? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like all that information was there. Yeah. And I felt like we got to a point where Vaughn and I were struggling for things to talk about that we hadn't already talked about. Right. And even though our listeners were saying, well, dude, we just want to hear you talk about this it, again. It's like your voice. Yeah. Like, I I can't create good content if I know it's already been done. Like, right. I'm not like that. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not wired in a way where, like, like when I go talk, I never give the same talk twice. Yeah. Where all these other motherfuckers are doing the same shit. Every and they're getting they're getting paid to do it. That's fine. I just choose to do it a little differently. Yeah, you don't want to be a broken record. No, I can't, dude. I can't. Right. I, I can't. I can't look at myself in the mirror. And, yeah. Like I don't feel good about it. I feel like, every time I try to do that, dude. I'm like that sucked. Yeah. You know, like I don't feel like it's my best work. Yeah. And yeah. That that, that kind of like brings my level of what I think about myself down. You know? Yeah. Like I'm yeah. not doing it for the right reason. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's because then it just feels empty and hollow, right? Correct. You're just trying to force it, yeah. going through the motions. And you know, because you have so much information out there, it took me. I actually had to do 75 hard until I actually felt comfortable to even like talk to you because that's crazy. Well, because yeah. <laughs> it's because you know. I'm not the type of person who just goes and just asks to ask questions. Yeah. Like so many people, like they'll ask you something that they can Google themselves. So I'm like, well. You, all the information is here. Like, yeah. if I have a question, I can literally just go to any episode and listen to it. Yeah. But then, like, dude, I'm doing 75 hard, and, like, I had, like, so many different insights. And to your point earlier, talking about, you know, we have that energy bounce, right? Like, mm -hmm. there's that there's that good and there's that bad, mm -hmm. that dark and that light. Yeah. 
I find myself like really feeding off that dark energy, yeah. whether that's from fighting or whatnot. Yeah. And I got to a point, man, like I'm doing 75 hard and uh, my girlfriend was like, dude, you're being really fucking negative. Mm-hmm. And it's because like I'm seeing things I don't like and I'm mm-hmm. bitching about it. I'm mm-hmm. like, this could be done better. This could be done better. That's this right. could be done better. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck is all this shit? Yeah, she's bro. Like, <laughs> you fuck, now you know how I look at it. Dude. That's how I see shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like, I'm just like, what is this shit? So, I'm just, so to that point, like yeah. being the type of person to where, you It'll know. It'll make you fucking crazy if you let it, bro. Dude, it really yeah. will. And I, I had to really step back and just be like, oh, shit. Like, I am just spewing a lot of negativity yeah, on it yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it feeds me like yeah. it just keeps me going right that's a, dude that's something i've had to work on myself because like i do that shit like at home too you know yeah because it's just how i'm wired right and like it's a it's a hard thing to check on yourself you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah man it's like yeah. when you operate from that place you don't feel like it's a bad thing i just see how everything can be done better i'm like what's wrong with that yeah. like i'm trying to yeah. fix shit yeah 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 but it can be very hard for other people to want to spend time with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do yeah. spend a lot of time alone. That's right. Me too, bro. Uh, but and, I, and, and like I say, I've said it a bunch of times. I'm always like, dude, I fucking hate people. But like, really, that's just my frustration and and what I see in them. Yeah. Right. Like I see, I see what the fuck you can do, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I see it. You just don't see it. Right. And that, so that's it. It gets me like fucking mad (laughs) yeah man like you want to do it for him but you know you can't like a lot of people dude they're like oh dude andy you never smile you never laughing motherfucker i'm laughing smile all day i'm a clown i fuck with everybody you know but like dude when it comes to your life i take that shit serious super serious anytime somebody tells me something that they want to do i'm like all right dude well you're gonna do it every day right you're gonna do this this and this yeah and then you can start immediately once you start giving them that feedback they're like oh i don't i don't want to do all of that i didn't think it had to be that much work yeah you know what i mean no it fucking is it is (laughs) it's all that work and if you don't do it it's going to be that much more later yeah right now one thing i've noticed you've i feel like you've kind of like gained a perspective and this is just from the outside looking in of like at least for me i feel like empathy is super important Mm -hmm. um or at least just like being able to make a connection with the person yeah and when you operate from like that negative energy so Mm -hmm. much it can be it can be kind of hard because you're Mm -hmm. just like man people fucking suck yeah like they don't want to do shit well fuck them right yeah but it's like how do you how do you like try to strike that balance right i mean that's such a good question man like that is that's one of the best questions i've ever been asked ever like ever, ever, ever. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, that's a fucking great question. Put some thought behind that. <laughs> dude, well, yeah. I was, I'm doing 75 hard, yeah. man, and like I'm just like, fuck, dude. I know this is yeah. so important for life. Yeah. But sometimes I just want to rip someone's head off, and yeah. it's just like, how so, do I you know make what? that? Sometimes people need that. Yeah. You have to know when they need it. Yeah. You know, and and that's where like that leadership, just doing the reps, man, where you're gonna start to figure it out because I, dude. I've made a lot of mistakes, man. Like in leadership, what we're talking about, because like, that's what we're talking about here. Right. We're talking about leadership. I've made every fucking mistake you can make, dude. Like I've done some stupid ass shit that cost me some people and probably fucked them up. They're probably sitting out there like, dude, fuck that dude. Yeah. You know? And I, I get it. I, if, I, if I saw him today, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I've made some mistakes and I don't feel good about that. Like that's a big regret of mine. I don't have any regrets in life other than that is how some of the things I could have done better as a leader that yeah. I just didn't know how to do. Right. You know what I mean? And um, I think that's probably the hardest thing for a leader to balance. And and a good rule of thumb, if you're, if you're trying to figure this out, and I, I was just talking to some of our leaders today about that, is that, like, dude, when people are winning, like, and they're doing great, our job is not to inflate their ego. Our job is to point out the shit that could be doing better. Yeah. We bring them back down a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. When they're down – our, guess what our job is? Bring them up. Bring them up. Yeah. So it's, there's, a, there's a paradox of what's naturally, what our natural tendencies are as humans yeah. to how you have to behave. Because, like, dude, if I get some fucking bad information, like bad numbers, right? Sales are down. Shit's going wrong. Uh, we're out of stock. Well, I'm, I'm angry. Yeah. Right? Our teams already knows all this shit's going on. Right. They're pissed already. So if I come in and I just beat them, dude, that just makes it worse. Right. So, like I say, all right, like, guys, look. We made some fucking mistakes. Here's how we're going to dig it out. Yeah. You guys are all the best guys at what you do. And we're going to fucking win. That's how we're going to do it. Yeah. That's the coach job, right? Now, if we just kicked everybody's ass, I'm going to come in and they're all in here partying and celebrating. I'm going to let that happen for a little bit. But if I come back tomorrow and you're still partying and celebrating, we're going to have a fucking problem. Yeah, 24 hours. That's right. right. So that's why there's a big old crack in that door there. <laughs> you know what I'm that didn't come from losing. That came from winning. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, so there's – 
our, our nature would be to jump in and celebrate with them, right? Yeah. Which it's okay to do for, for 24 hours. Right. You, get a, you win a big game. You, you get a big deal. You do this. Fuck yeah, dude. I used to be anti-celebration. Like, dude, fuck you if you celebrate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not that way anymore. Now I get it. Like, you got to have those little rewards. Um, but you also got to keep that, keep everybody moving. Yeah. You know? That's something I've been working on a lot because growing up doing sports, um, I had this one particular coach in wrestling. He's always a couple of things that stuck. You, you always have a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. Um, and then like when you win, you don't celebrate because you expect to win. Yeah. So I live in this fucked up That's place. That's right, bro. Yeah. I, yeah. I, live, I fucking expect it. I expect it. So like I live in this, this place to where it's like, if I win, I don't really get anything out of it. And if I lose, then I just hate myself for like yeah. the next like three yeah. months. Dude, Dude, unfortunately, um, unfortunately and fortunately, that's the achiever mindset. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's actually a good thing that you have that. Yeah. You I, just got to learn how to manage it. Right. You yeah. Know? Just to, to not let those those like those heavy moments yeah, bro. Like, cripple you. Yeah. Because they aren't. Right. Like, let's be fucking real. Like, you know, dude, what, what could someone take away from you that would make you less? can't really think of anything. Nothing. Yeah. Right. Me neither. Yeah. I'm not attached to anything. Right. Like, dude, people think like, you know, because I've got, I like cars and I have some cool cars. Yeah. They think like, oh yeah, fucking, you know, he's all about that or this. But what they really don't know is I don't give a shit about any of that. Yeah. I care about winning. Right. You know what I mean? That's just the byproduct. That's it. That's just a byproduct. And you take all that shit away. I go back to sleeping in the fucking store like I did from day one. Guess what? I'm still going to be happy. Yeah. Because I, I enjoy the process of doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I love – I just had a meeting right before this. Two, Both meetings right before this were creation meetings. Okay. Okay? I love – that's what all those scribbles are on the glass. Okay. Like, like I love making a plan and, and figuring out how we're going to win. Yeah. Like, I, fuck, I just fucking love it. Right. You know? So, like, I – I don't need anything else other than that. I really don't need like I, I dude. I'm wearing fucking free sweatpants and a free free shirt. And yeah, like, you know, like this no watch, no flexing. You're super like, comfortable. This is what I roll, dude. Yeah. So like, take that all the shit away from me. I'm still gonna be loving what I love, which is to create, bring people together. Yeah. Do positive shit and help people win. You right. know. So when somebody can't take anything away from you, what do you got to be upset about? Nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that. So I'm a, I'm a little over a year into the podcast now. And uh, when I created uh, my vision board, when I started this out, I had you, Ben Newman, and uh, one other guy on the podcast. I've got two of the three. Yeah. So I got to like re-up this. Did you get Ben? Yeah, I got Ben. Ben's a stud. Man. I, sat, I sat down with Ben a while ago. Yeah. yeah. He's one of my favorite fucking people, period. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was probably so- the most underrated guy in the space, in my opinion. People don't realize how big he is. No, he's first of all in the corporate world, he's huge. Yeah, in the athletic world, he's huge. In his ability to talk about great shit, he's better than everybody else. Yeah, it's just that he hasn't caught it on. People don't know yet. Right, it's a secret. It is. Yeah, they're it gonna is. know though. I didn't find out about him until your podcast, yeah. and then I started following him real heavily, and I'm just like, yeah, dude, yeah. Ben's just like a super good guy. He is a great dude. Yeah, like met him, like gave yeah. me his number, and he's like, yeah, yeah, dude, if you need anything, let me know. I'm like, like who does that? Yeah, and he's fun too, bro. Like some of these motherfuckers out there, you know, they try to, like, you know, oh, they they try to put on the play, like you know, like oh, I'm so I'm such an enlightened, great human. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Ben's a human, dude. Right. Like he's gets struggles. I have struggles. You have struggles. Right. Like half of these motherfuckers, they talk like they're made out of steel and ten feet tall. Right. And it's like, dude, you're not serving anybody by acting like that. Right. You're making the gap worse. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's demoralizing to these kids that are fucking just starting out. Yeah, dude. Because in the beginning, like you don't like. You're not you're not where you want to be at, right. and if you're trying to make money, like you're not going to be making much money. Like I'm not making much money right now. No. And sometimes I wonder, even like whenever I once I do start making money, I, w- I always wonder like, will I even ever feel successful? Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't. If, if I will. Yeah. Yeah. But but you don't tie your mo- your success to money, probably. No, I mean I feel like that's one piece of the puzzle. I would like to solve that piece of, of the course. puzzle, right? Yeah. But then after that, it's just like that's why you see people with tons of money who are miserable as that's fuck. That's right. Yeah, that's right, man. So what what have you done? Well, that's because they're, they've they've achieved the outcome, bro. Yeah. Like if the outcome is like everybody like like all these Instagram ballers, they like to talk about what's your number? What's your number? What's your number? Yeah. There's a great line in the in the um, the movie Wall Street Money Never Sleeps. Oh, yeah. Where fucking uh, uh, the kid is asking uh, Josh Brolin, what's your number? What's your number? And he goes, 
more. Lore? Yeah. Oh, but see, dude, that. but see, there's two parts to that. What, what 99% of the people are going to see that as greed, which is supposed to be portrayed as greed. Yeah. Right? But there's another way to see that. What about more journey? What about more win? What about more impact? What about more? You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't have to be just money. Right. I think that's one of my favorite lines in any movie because, like, it's really the truth. Yeah. Right? You just want more of everything. It's not, it's not more. I want to do more. Do more. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't think of it like, oh, dude, if I get a – like, people say – like, I always like to tell people we're going to build uh, a billion-dollar company out of first form. Yeah. But really – that's not what my goal is. My goal is actually to build like a fucking $60 billion company on our first form. Right. I just tell a billion because I know if I fucking say 60, they're going to laugh in my face. It makes them, <laughs> yeah. It just makes them more comfortable. That's correct. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just telling them the shit that they can actually maybe comprehend based off where we are now. Yeah. But like in my own mind, I'm like, dude, I don't even want to talk to you because you, you're not even going to get it. Yeah, man. You tell people, I can remember being in high school telling people like very matter of fact, like, yeah, I'll be a millionaire. Like, yeah. And then they just look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. But so, ah, uh, let me see here. Growing up backwoods, Missouri, like yeah. on a dirt road, like that's where I've come from. Yeah. And um, I grew up around a lot of scarcity mindset. Like mm-hmm. people, like they talk about people. There's mm-hmm. a lot of gossiping. There's mm-hmm. money's bad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like why do you need money? And then like even now you'll talk to some people and they're like, you're not just happy with like a $50,000 a year job. Like there's a lot of settling. Yeah. But dude, you can do so much more good with money. Like I want to make a fuck ton of money. Bro, there, listen, you will never find someone who makes a fuck ton of money saying it's a bad thing. Right. It ain't gonna happen. It, no. Every motherfucker that says that shit don't have any. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're basing that off their perception that they saw in some movie somewhere. Yeah. Like the one I just described. Right. This rich, greedy, fucking steal money motherfucker. Right. You know, you want to be bad. That's how, they, that's how they take it. Right. But what they don't realize is that, dude, money is a tool like everything else. Right. You could do whatever you want with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could... You could Build schools. You could right. feed homeless people. You can donate. Well, fuck, we do all of those yeah, things. Yeah, all things. Yeah, that we've done. like that's all shit that we've done with money. Yeah, you know, and that's that's a good thing, right? Yeah, man, that's a good thing. And then, dude, the world needs success, bro. It doesn't yeah. work without it. Absolutely. So if you, if the world needs success, why shouldn't it be you? Right. That's how I think of it. Like if 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 we need successful people, and we because like for me when I was a kid. I grew up in an entrepreneurial world. Now, my dad was building his company when I was young, right? Yeah. And he got to a point where he was doing well, and he got in an accident, and he sold his company. My dad didn't support us financially. My mom built this huge company and fucking lost it. I watched him lose it over the course of two years. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't talk about it very much because it's an embarrassing thing, but to be completely honest, seeing that happen was the best thing that ever happened to me because now I come to work every day, and I'm like, fuck, dude. If that could happen, it could happen to us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like so, you witnessed it. Yeah, yeah, bro. So, like, that's where people don't realize. They're like, why is he so like this? Why is he intense? Why is he this, 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 this? Because I've seen it go. Right. And I see how fast it can go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I don't ever take my foot off the throttle because I I can't. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're not moving, you're dying. Yeah, for sure, bro. Like, those are the two options. But, like, but to your point about the the scarcity, man, that's just most people. Yeah. Because, like, you got to remember – if you've only got one or two percent of a room, that means there's one or two people in a room of ten people. Yeah. Okay. Well, whose voice is going to be louder in that room? Oh, the other nine or the, and then the eight or nine. Eight or nine. That's yeah. right. A hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Not, not eighty percent of the time. Not fucking ten percent of the time. Yeah. A hundred percent of the time, those eight people are going to be able to push their narrative out. And it's going to be louder than this one percent, right? And that, that's the issue that you see with Correct. with everything today, that's whether right. it's politics or you got you got the assholes yep. on either side is whoever's the loudest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So when you're in the beginning of the journey, like what kept you going? Because like, you, so knowing what you know now, you know money was on the way, mm-hmm. right? But it doesn't feel like it in the moment. Like no. you know, when you're making six hundred ninety-five dollars, yeah. You know, after already doing this for ten years, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what keeps you going? <sighs> <laughs> Dude, you know, um, well, first off, like, I just always remember all the shit people said to me, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I could, st- I still remember it. Like, people make, like, those little quips that they that they don't really even know they're saying. Yeah. That's the shit I remember. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like the backhanded little- compliments yeah, but, and but they don't even, but they don't even give it a second thought. Like, like if I said to them, yeah, dude, in 1999, you fucking told me that this was not going to work. 
And they're like, I never said that. I'm like, <laughs> I always believed in you. I, you fucking did say that. You said that on this day at this time, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I remember that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that long list, I've, I still remember it. And I don't judge people on that because, like, I fuck, dude. If somebody said it to me now, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Probably not going to make it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. About me. I would say that. So, like, I don't judge them anymore. But, like, that's what kept, that was a big part of it. And I think the other part that um, – we got about 10 years in and, uh, you know, we weren't making any money, bro. And, and so like the goal of any business is to what? Make money. Make money. Yeah. You know? And, um, I, Chris and I had to have a real conversation. It's like, Hey, uh, are we going to really keep doing this or are we going to try to do something else? Yeah. And so we sat down and we talked about, you know, um, well, we could go work construction or we can do this or we can do that. And, the one thing that kept coming back was um, that we enjoyed about what we do here is that this is one of the only like we literally took out a piece of paper, dude, and like said, okay, these are the good things, Pros these are the bad, list. yeah, for sure. And the one thing that kept coming up, man, was like the fact that we were in a business where people could come in and in six months come back and be a completely different human and be incredibly like changed and be thankful and like have tears in their eyes. And yeah, say, thank you so much for all like. Yeah. That shit was awesome, That's bro. That's life-changing. Yeah, and we both made a decision. We're like, dude, you know what? We might not ever make money doing this, but you can't do that anywhere else. Like, yeah. where, do you, where can you get that? Like, True. You, not many places. I mean, I know there's other places. Right. But it's just very rare. And so we, we were like, fuck it. You know what, man? We got everything we need. We're making enough money to live. We do cool shit. Like, yeah. we still go to the go to the river and fucking this is shit we still do. Yeah. You know, like we go to the lake or we go to the, we go here. Or we, you know, the little simple shit. Right. You know what I mean? And we're like, fuck it. You know, that's cool. We'll do that. And, uh, but let's focus on trying to create as much of that as possible. Yeah. And do the minute we fucking started focusing on that, everything changed. Right. Business changed. We grew a hundred percent five years in a row. We started new companies. We had new ideas. We all of a sudden, we had people supporting us. It's yeah. like, holy shit, dude. This stuff that they actually tell you where <laughs> you put in, you invest in people, they give you back. Right. It's actually true. Yeah. And we figured that out. And, and dude, it, it, that's when it changed. Okay. And so, um, you know, we went from guys that were typical business guys to guys who were trying to legitimately dedicate every aspect of their business's mission to improving other people's yeah. lives. Yeah, you know, and then I mean that, and then that—that's the catalyst to building the culture that you've created today. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can look around, dude. It's like everybody's like on the same, yeah. like the same path. It seems. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's you know, like when you were working at the company, you know, we we were still in that like. I had to sell everybody phase. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, bro, you don't want the. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking leave, bro. Stay. We're gonna yeah, do like, this come shit. on, dude. Yeah. Like. And so that's like, uh, you know, but now we have enough uh, critical mass and, and just enough people yeah. to where it's no longer, I don't have to sell it. Like, right. Like everybody's selling it. Right. You know, because it's true. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. Like you've, you've created that momentum right. already. Right. Now, it seems like that mindset is, is, is that what transitioned you or not transitioned you, but kind of led you into developing 75 hard? You know, uh, like just, yeah, sort of, man. Like I, or what did? Well, so it kind of came to get, it was part purposeful and part accident, like most great shit. Yeah. You know? um, <laughs> You're on the toilet. Just yeah. Like, oh, right. Fuck, bingo. Yeah. Well, no, dude. Like I, I, so I've struggled with depression my whole life. Like, uh, ever since I can remember, dude, like I can remember being 14 years old and seeing those commercials on TV for, um, for antidepressants. Right. Yeah. And like, they would say like, if you ever have thoughts of suicide, you know, call the doctor immediately or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, dude, doesn't everybody have that? Like, right. that was just what I thought. Yeah. Like, I never realized, I never, that was it never team. dawned on me that it was just me. Like, I thought everybody thought that. Yeah. So I'm like, and so I used to have like this jaded, like, almost like you're a total pussy mentality <laughs> when it came to depression. Because yeah. I'm like, fuck, dude, I, I fucking think that shit. You're just being a bitch. Yeah. And, um. I started to realize like as I got older and I started to have really real responsibilities and became an adult that, 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 that wasn't the case. Like it's real shit, yeah. you know, and they fuck you up if you don't manage it. Right. And so 75 hard 
um, is basically the culmination of all the shit that I've done over the last 20 years in business that have produced the peak mental state where my my wins come from. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, dude, when I've, when I came up with, you know, with the best ideas or the best programs or the best, this, I was doing certain things. What I was doing were the aspects of what I was talking about in 75 hard. Right. Right. Yeah. So I was, you know, I wasn't cheating on my diet. Right. I wasn't, you're, drink, you're drinking I, your water. I was drinking water. I wasn't drinking alcohol. Right. You know, but I added in a couple things on the program, like the no cheat meal thing. I had never done that before. That was just a huge mental test for me. Dude, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So like that was like a, you know, but now dude, like, like I don't even think about a cheat meal on Sunday anymore. You don't even think about it. No. Yeah. Like I, and at first I can remember, I was talking to one of the guys at S2, a uh, good buddy of mine, Austin Davis. Uh, we were talking and he's like, dude, we were talking. I can remember talking to the first week of 75 hard and I had a group text going <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, what's going to be the hardest part? And he's like, bro. I've never made it through a week without having a cheat meal. I'm like, fuck me neither, bro. So yeah. it is going to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so him and I kind of helped each other through that. And really after like 20 days, it's no big deal. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah. Um, I do. So I, um, I don't really have like a very like carbohydrate, like heavy diet. Mm -hmm. Um, I do well, it processed carbs anyway. I yeah. do potatoes and rice, different yeah. things like that. But it, really what that for me, like whenever, like I hear that it just makes me think of like, yeah, after a certain time, like you influence like your gut microbiome and then you only want healthy foods. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, and do 21 days, you know, 21 days, what people tell people about habits Dude, 21 days, you start a new habit. No, 21 days is when you start, start to have the habit. Yeah. Right? And and it's been sold by all the personal development people as, oh, after right, 21 days, you'll be a new person. Motherfucker. No, you're not. No. But you will after 75 days. Though. Dude, yeah. Yeah. I still continue, like, much of those every day. Yep. For me, dude, it's the 10 pages a day. Yeah. Is where, like. Change your life, man. Dude, yeah. yeah. Just, it's like, it's just chip away, chip away. And before yeah. you know it, man, it's just like, holy shit. I you just, know a whole bunch of shit you didn't know before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's just such a solid program. Yeah. That's um, and that's, you know, and that's also why I didn't, like, say you have to follow X diet or X training. Yeah. Because, dude, I want it to fit into every trainer's protocol and every coach's protocol yeah. because those guys, you know, they, everybody wants to do their own little thing. Well, that's cool. Yeah. This, you could do that with this. Right. You know what I mean? I wanted it to be inclusive. Yeah. So I didn't line out what I thought the best program was because the truth is, is we all got different goals. Right. You know? Yeah. So what did like, so what, what, what have you found works best for you as far as like nutrition wise? Um, I do a four day carbohydrate rota rotation, cyclical keto type diet okay so it's like um i'll have a, a one day of high carb uh two days of moderate carb one day of low carb, low carb. and then repeat Ro okay yeah and yeah that's what that's what works best for me okay yeah i always want because dude you're, you're looking jacked yeah, thanks bro um you know what i found i found that phase one was actually like tougher than <laughs> than 75 hard dude did you, did you did you roll straight through um no i didn't that's why it was hard yeah so i oh. rolled straight through yeah and it was no big deal Dude. But, like, anybody who stopped yeah. and had to go back is like, fuck, this sucks. So yeah, like, dude. Yeah. Well, for me, it was, like, the cold showers, man. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, I don't like this cold. Yeah. I went yeah. and had – I bought um, a deep freeze, yeah. and I turned it into a cold plunge. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, man. Yeah. That, that's cool. That's a, that's actually a great a great thing to do, too. Yeah. You know? It's just like a good biohack. How long do you do it? Uh, five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes – so I started – have you ever done cryotherapy? Uh, yeah. 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 So like that's usually three minutes. So yeah. that's kind of like my introduction to cold and like I do the cold showers. Yeah. But yeah, five. Sometimes if I'm feeling frisky, I'll go up to eight. Yeah. But uh, just you feel so energized after yeah. doing like a cold plunge. Sleep so much better too. Oh yeah, you yeah. feel great. You notice that? With yeah. Sleep. Yeah, yeah. man. It helps because if you, I guess, depending on when you do it, mm -hmm. um, if you do it early in the morning, it's a good way to help reset those cortisol levels yeah. and get everything going for like the day. So then you sleep better at night. Yeah. Well, most people don't realize too is that um, we burn more calories when we're cold than we do when we're hot. Right. A lot more. Yeah. You know because it's it's thermodynamics. So like it takes more energy to warm your body up than it does to cool it down. Yeah. So. Um, doing a cold shower and doing a ice plunge is great for fat loss too. Oh, it really Super is. Great. Yeah. yeah, you get that brown adipose tissue build That's up, right. which actually burns more calories. Yep. So, like, there's just a ton of like yep. benefits there. Yep. Um. Now, are you, or not? Are you? But you are like working on a book now or mm -hmm. is, is completely finished mm -hmm. right yeah. um like when can folks expect that i feel like yeah. that's like the new thing i don't know if you really uh, talked a lot about we're that gonna publicly. have the first book will drop in january okay um 
It's going to be a series of books? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've got like six books coming. Oh, nice. I think almost all of them will come out next year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm, I'm moving away from podcasting. I'm going to dedicate some time to some true, um, some truly evergreen content in, in the form of actual books. Yeah. And then uh, I've got this other deal I'm going to pick back up with um, when that's done. But, okay. But, yeah, next year is all about. Just all about the print. Yep. Are you anticipating like a like the grind of like promoting that or anything like that? Uh, Are you gonna do anything special for that? Well, no. The cool thing is, is like our, our the the you know not everybody. I'm not for everybody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like I don't have to market a ton for for it to yeah, spread. You already have your people. That's right. And 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 they know who their people are who are gonna resonate with Andy Frisella. Yeah. And you know. Um, I think the books are going to be surprising to people because they're they are a lot deeper than some of the shit that I went into the podcast with. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so it's it, without giving too much away, it's more like philosophy than it is like okay, um, you know, right motivation shit. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like principles and, right. and thoughts of, of like yeah. the grander. And then scale. I've got a couple books that are coming out that are straight business. How to how to do X books? Um, oh. I've got one on building culture. I got one on uh, on on this retention concept that we that we use internally that that basically kicks ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna write a book about that. Okay. Um, all these books are really almost all written. Yeah. We've been working on them for years. Now we're just in the, in the final stages of editing and getting to the publisher. Yeah. So and they'll all be self published. I'm not doing any kind of third party publishing. Uh, so I'm going to sell them directly on Amazon on yeah. my website. That's the move. We live in such a time that, I mean, if you have your network and yeah. you're following, there's no need to bring in that right. middleman if you don't have to. No, dude, and I can fulfill here. Yeah. You know, so like it really for me personally, it doesn't make sense to go to that publisher thing unless some of you publishers know shit that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just um, I'm excited, man. Yeah. You know, because I think these things – I think people – there's a different – demographic of people that will sit down and read a book versus listen to a podcast. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm really interested and, and excited to get in front of those people. Okay. You know, are you going to narrate the audio book? Yeah. 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 That's the move. Yeah. yeah. Like when an author does that, it's just yeah. so much more personal. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. And nobody could, you know, like when you're talking to your own content, I mean, what am I going to do? Have some, some dude, you gotta you gotta kick ass every day, buddy. Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's gonna be stupid if I don't read it. Yeah, you know the only audio book I listened to that wasn't read by the author was really good was David Goggins' "Can't yeah. Hurt Me." Yeah, it's because Jesse Seltzer, right? Is that yeah, Itzler. Itzler, sorry, yeah. he, who was at Arte, He's right? A stud. Dude, he so he narrated it, yeah. and then like I don't know if you listened to it or not, but they would. No, I read it. Okay, but yeah. they would stop, and then it was a conversation with him and David, and that's he would cool. like do a deeper dive in what he just read. Yeah, so you get like all this extra content. I was like, oh, that's clever. That is cool yeah i like that yeah like not many people yeah. are doing that goggins is a stud dude yeah man he's a stud he's a bad man yeah. that's somebody you'll probably link up with yeah yeah for sure we've we've been we've been uh i've been we got some things coming okay yeah, i can I, I, I can dig it yeah. i can remember whenever i first learned about jocko and i told myself i was like oh him and andy would definitely meet yeah, jocko's a stud yeah dude yeah Love that dude. Dude, I was serious in the DM. Yeah. You want to learn jujitsu, bro? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck, dude. It'd be a long time before I got in, in, in any jujitsu uh, with with Jocko. <laughs> he's a bad man, dude. Yeah, and dude, he's a great, great human. Yeah, it's just what he, I mean. He, he, I think he's the greatest leader, especially educational leader. Like how to, you know, like our our parents, they had Vince Lombardi. Yeah, you know, I think Jocko is that guy. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He just has the way he speaks yeah. is, is just and like none other. Dude, he has a presence that is inexplainable um, in person. Really? Yeah. The, he has, the, out of all the dudes I've met, which I met them all, yeah. he has the most presence. I look forward to meeting him at He's, some point. You'll, you personally, just what I know of you, you'll really, really like him. Yeah. I, I, I don't see how anybody couldn't like him. But you're not like intimidated by people, right. so you're afraid. You're not afraid to have a real conversation with someone. Yeah. Once you get him talking, like, because dude, he looks like Jocko. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like rip your fucking head off. Right. But once you get him talking, dude, he's so smart and he's so experienced. He's got so much value. Yeah. Dude, he came and t gave a talk to our team for free. Oh wow. Like when he, you know, like he's just a good fucking dude. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, when you can meet a human like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's and we just keep special. in touch, dude. We text back and forth, and like I, you know, we're both busy as fuck. I wish we could hang out and stuff, but 
and we we will eventually, I'm sure. But uh, tremendous, probably at least top three of the guys I've had on on my show that I like, outside Ed Milet, who became my business partner. Right. Yeah. Later. Yeah. So, are you anticipating doing any more uh, Charlie Notice books? Or are you, yeah, you okay? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do ten. Oh, 10? Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we got yeah. five more coming. Because I remember yeah. um, in the first three, there's a, there's at least one or two titles in there mm-hmm. that you've uh, kind of previewed that haven't come out yet. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I wonder if he's going to do those yeah. too. Yeah. Those are such fantastic books. Thanks, bro. Um, I mean, I got them for my kids. Yeah. And honestly, they might have been even a little bit too old, like too old for the books. But yeah. I'm just like, I'm getting them for you anyway. Do they like them? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. That's cool. Um, and I... My son, I've already got him like on the hustle. We went to Costco and he bought some snacks. He's been like hustling that's snacks awesome, at school. Dude. I'm like, yeah, dude, dude, that's what's up. Yeah, dude, yes. he bought it with his own money. I'm like, all right, so this this is your investment. Like, yes. what's your break even, dude? Like, when you're gonna start like making dude, margin? That's how you do it, bro. Yeah, that's what my dad did for me when we were kids. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, he never gave me shit. Right. He make. I mean, dude, my dad always treated us great. He was there. He, he was at every fucking practice. Yeah. Every, like, I don't ever want it to sound like we we were some sort of neglected fucking kids because right. we weren't. I would not trade how I was raised for fucking anything. Yeah. Because it's who I am today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I like who I am today. Um, but, like, dude, we, you know, when Sal and I wanted to get a bike, he didn't just go buy us a bike. Right. Like, dude, that's why that's why my brother's the best salesman on the fucking planet. Because, dude, my dad would make us go door to door. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've done that with yeah, him, too. <laughs> like, and that's how we earned our shit. Yeah, man. You know? And my dad – or – if we put, if we were playing a sporting event, if we scored a goal or we hurt another kid in the event, we got a toy. Yeah, that was that was something. That's incentive. Yeah, dude. Like that's how he trained us. And like, yeah, it sounds fucking like, dude. If that was, if a parent did that today, could you imagine like what a news story that would be? Yeah, you're trying to raise a psychopath. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe you did a little dude, bit, but even, even to this day, like I've had my dad on the podcast a couple times. And I'll bring that up, and he gets like shy because he, he'll be like, "No, it wasn't like, just like that." Because like, dude, he doesn't—he's afraid that like, that like, CNN's gonna come to his house. <laughs> <laughs> Times have changed, did man. Did you really? Did you really raise your kids that way? Oh no, no. Uh, They—they—it's they, their imagination, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah, man. I just tell myself I'm raising a future millionaire. Yeah, you for are for sure, dude. Dude, it's not even a millionaire, bro. Billionaire, You're, really? No, it's not even that. You're raising someone who's gonna be able to fucking teach other people. Yeah. That's what you got to think about. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. dude, these people right now who are under 30 years old are, dude, there's just, there's a lot of bullshit out there. Oh, a, a ton, lot. A ton. And, and it takes them till they're 35 to figure out that it's bullshit. Yeah. So the world needs people like you that are out there telling people the actual truth. And the problem with the truth is, is the truth is unpopular. Yeah. Which is why it's important. That's true. That's true. Last thing, I don't want to hold you too long. Um, one of the things that I've always struggled with is, uh, to your point, like I've always assumed that people know what I know. Mm-hmm. Is, is that something you've ever yeah, had to deal with? Dude, and like, all the time, man. And like the older I get, the, the harder it is to do that. Yeah. Like that's such a hard thing because like I, ju- I literally spent an hour today talking to a bunch of our guys about a standard that I assumed they understood. Yeah. You know, on one of the things that we do. So I, I, and that, and that's my fault. Like I said to him in a text last week, I said, that's my fault. I fucked up. And they all thought I was being a smart ass, like saying like, fuck you guys. Like you guys are shit. Right. I, no, I'm saying like, that's my fault. I didn't. I, I literally I, meant this. Yeah. I assumed that you knew this. That's why you don't know this. Right. You know? So yeah, that happens all the time, bro. Yeah, man. That's like the biggest thing with me. I'm just like, oh, you don't know. And, and then on this, because of that, I won't say something. Yeah. 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 So and it's dude, like I'm shortchanging them. Dude, yeah. That's how you got to think of it. And yeah. so what I try to do, man, is, and, and it almost comes across as like insulting sometimes. Yeah. But I just start trying to ask them basic questions about like what we're talking about. Right. Like, hey, explain to me this or you know and that this would be like explain to me a coloring book right what do you mean explain to you a color book i know a fucking coloring book okay explain to me a novel oh it's a different question right exactly (laughs) so like i'm trying to gauge in between right the fucking blank stare and the you're offending me by asking me yeah stupid question right so you know but you don't know if you don't ask. No, that's right. And and unfortunately, uh, you know, sometimes it makes you seem like a dick yeah. when you're a leader. But the truth is, is that all I'm trying to do is figure out where the fuck we are, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just need to get a gauge yeah. so I can give you. Because the, like, every time I've assumed, I've been wrong. Every yeah. fucking time. Yeah. I've never assumed someone knew something 
and like that and then actually have them know it the way I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And like having that clear communication. Which is, which is your areas. fault as a leader. Yeah. It's my fault as a leader. Because yeah. that means, because what happened was, remember what I said earlier about not liking to repeat myself. Right. So, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> but you always have to. Right. Yeah, so man. Like, it's like dude, that. So like you have to understand. And dude, that's something I learned from Ed Milet. Ed Milet taught me that. Is like, dude, you have to be repetitive and repetitive and repetitive and repetitive. Yeah. And dude, once I figured out that was the truth, it really helped me a lot. Yeah. So and that was something I learned from him. And you know, he's he's a little bit older than me, so uh, it's really cool to, yeah. to have that. Too. Ed knows a few things. Oh, fuck. <laughs> brilliant man. Yeah. And a good man. Yeah, you can just. I mean, obviously, I've never met him, but you can just tell, like, just the way he delivers his words. He's very caring and dude, passionate. Dude, and that's not bullshit. That's how he is in real life. Yeah, and that's what's. That's the best thing about Ed that nobody fucking knows, because no one else gets to know him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I I know him because I'm I talk to him literally every day. Yeah. And I'm fortunate to have that relationship, and I know he feels the same way. And and dude, it's uh it's cool because I see it that I see that it's real. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not just some shit on the stage or on the Instagram. Because dude, I'm gonna tell you, there's a lot of people out there where it's just a show. Right. It's just a show, and once the show's over, there's somebody else. I've met some people like that. Yeah. It's just like oh, super disappointing, and dude. Very disappointing. Yeah. And like some of the biggest people who I've looked up to have been that way. Yeah. It's sad. Sometimes I feel like people like that, um, like, they're, they're viewed kind of big by the public, but they're really, like, in this middle area. They're not yeah, really the biggest. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The biggest people are the most genuine. They are. Down here, you can find some genuine, but those guys are kind of in the middle. Yep. They're not really yep. where they could be. That's the truth, bro. And and that is, dude, I can always tell if someone is real about where they are in their business life yeah. by how they treat other people because, dude, the people who are real always treat other people the best because they understand their whole fucking life depends on that person and yeah. that person and that person. So what do you do when you're smart? You treat them fucking great. Yeah, everybody. You're, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it is. That's powerful, man. Yeah. Um, that's a good point to end on, Andy. Yeah. Um, dude, I really appreciate you doing this. Yeah, dude. I loved it. This is great. I, whenever you want, man, come by. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll be here, dude. Yeah, this is cool. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Yeah. All right, man. All right, Adam. Appreciate it, bro. Thank you, sir. All right, everybody. Until next time. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. I know for a fact you got value out of this podcast. So with that being said, do me a solid. Go tell a friend. Go share the episode. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please do me a favor and just leave a rating and leave a review. These things help the podcast more than you know. This is going to help other people find the show. It's going to help us move up in the rankings. So please, please, please leave a rating and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. Also, I'd like to send a huge thank you out to my sponsors, Jombo Superfoods. You can go to jombocbd.com. Check out their full line of products. They have topicals. They have sprays. They have balms. A lot of benefits are being had with CBD. It helps with anti. Uh, it helps with inflammation. It helps with brain health. It helps with gut health. Helps with mood regulation. It is an adaptogen. So what that means, it helps your body find homeostasis. So that's why you are hearing so many different people get benefits in so many different ways, and that's just because. You know, we have an endocannabinoid system, and a lot of us are deficient in those cannabinoids. So this one particular cannabinoid is helping out a ton of people, including myself. I use Jombo's Muscle Balm on a regular basis. Anytime I have, like, a sore muscle or sore joint, I absolutely love the topical Muscle Balm. Uh, it, it's the best. I, I mean, I can remember one time after a jiu-jitsu tournament, I could barely move my hands. I put that on. And I felt like a million bucks almost immediately. It was crazy. So jombocbd.com. Use the code outside when you check out. You'll save 20% there. Also, they're doing buy two, get one free. So throw two in your cart. You'll get that third one for free. Then you'll save 20% off of that whole thing. So go check them out, jombocbd.com. Also, big thank you to Convergence Media Group. Go check them out, convergencemg.com. They work with companies across all industries, and they help you build your brand in the digital world. If you're looking to increase your brand awareness, you would love to work with these guys. This is who you want to be working with. Check them out, ConvergenceMG.com. ConvergenceMG across all socials. They'll help you with brand. Uh, they'll help you with content creation and strategy development and all of that good stuff. So go check them out. 
As always, big thank you to Imposed Will. Go to imposedwill.com. Check us out. We have a full line of apparel there. You can save 10% by using the code outside there as well. And, um, yeah, that's all I have, man. Uh, I guess I should mention, you know, First Form. They aren't a sponsor of the show. However, we did just sit down with the man himself, and that is one of his companies. And I do love their products, to be honest with you. Um, I've been using First Form products for quite some time. Their greens are the shit. I don't recommend too many supplements, to be honest with you guys. I think a lot of it can be gotten through food. But if you are needing that extra boost in what you're doing, these guys make phenomenal products. And I think by adding in the greens mix, you are going to see just a ton of benefits and a lot of changes uh, to your health. So go to firstform.com. You can check them out there. And uh, hey, guys, that's all I had for you. Listen, we have a lot of good shit on the way so stick around and uh and just keep looking forward to some amazing conversations i'll talk to you guys later love you bye